You're listening to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Ryan and Kayla North, hosted by Chris Turner, a One Big Happy Home production. This podcast equips parents to empower their children and build healthy relationships throughout the home in order to see lasting change and thrive as a family. This is for families of all kinds, especially those who are parenting kids through adoption, foster care, kinship care, or in the process. This podcast is a trust-based, trauma-informed, connected parenting resource. To learn more, visit OneBigHappyHome.com. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining me, as always, is, well, one half of the dynamic duo, Mr. Ryan North. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was laughing because um, that was the least of the hundred and something episodes we've done. That was by far the least enthusiastic one. <laughs> Greetings. Well, Is you it, know. Are you that, are you that bummed because Kayla's, Kayla's not here? <laughs> yes, she, she she's definitely the um, spark that ignites the conversations that we have. So I, it's wow, just been I'm, a long day, you know. It's a... Uh, it's a holiday thing, I guess, which we're going to kind of talk about in a moment. But uh, yes, as you mentioned, Kayla is not here. She is under the weather and we're giving her some much needed rest time so she can recuperate because as is usually the case for lots of families this time of year, there's a lot going on. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I do have her permission to, to t- tell everybody what's actually going on. So she was diagnosed with bronchitis yesterday. Um, and she actually feels better this evening than she has done in a few days, um, but declined um, to record this evening because she does have a still sort of a still uh, uncontrollable, unpredictable coughing, yep. and so that would that would really um, she she wouldn't be able to go half an hour without coughing. So she said, "Why don't you boys just do it without me?" And so I said, "Okay." The problem with that, of course, is that she's laying on our bed watching TV and you know buying. You know, with her extra time, you know, well, we, well, I mean, I know we've hit our Christmas budget, but surely they need this in their stocking. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that, being I was actually talking with her earlier today uh, because of a, a tapestry thing that uh, we were helping out with. And uh, she was coughing a lot. And I'm like, yeah. let me let you go. But, you, you know, your wife, she's always up for conversation. And, uh, she, she admitted that uh, you you had been quite the trooper, helping you know, getting the kids where they needed to, to be and looking after her and that kind of stuff. And you offered uh, last evening or evening before, hey, you want to you know watch a funny movie or a funny show? And she's like, yes and no because yes, I, I want to feel better, and laughing you know makes us feel better, right? But at the same time, laughing also makes you cough more. <laughs> and she's like, I just want to stop coughing. <laughs> Yeah, so last night I, I said, you want to watch something serious or funny? And she said, you know, we can't watch funny. I won't stop coughing. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. It is weird how, how, how laughter um, triggered, triggers a coughing fit. But um, I've, had, I've had bronchitis a few times before in my, uh, you know, in my adult life. Uh, it is no fun, the, the constant yeah. coughing. Um, yeah. You know, I know that's for, for those folks listening who've had COVID as well as bronchitis, there's a part of that that one of the symptoms for a lot of folks was the constant coughing, just like bronchitis. And um, yeah, so she's been doing, you know, all the things that she's supposed to be doing, plus taking, uh, doing breathing treatments as well to, to help. So 
So that explains no KK, but um, this this is going to, I was going to say, but the good news about that, and that sounds bad because <laughs> I don't want people to think it's good news that my wife's ill, um, yep. that we can talk about anything that you and I agree on. Now we don't have to have three people agree on it. Now we only have to have two people agree on it. Well, you know, what, what, what's the saying? Uh, it's easy to keep a secret between two people if one of them is dead. So, <laughs> hey, I've never heard that saying. I don't know if that's from Louisiana. Uh, and second of all, um, wow, yeah, I've never heard that. I, I, I don't know what to do with that information, Christopher. <laughs> I'm not sure where, where I was going with that. Just something about the two people having to make a decision. Just, I don't know, it popped into my into my head. And, yeah, I like it. So. It's at this yeah. point that Kayla quits listening to the episode. That's my <laughs> That's right. She's like, oh, gosh. Four minutes in, she's out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, so well, what do you want to talk about, my old friend? Since we're in such a great mood now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Given the time of year, because uh, we did mention that uh, we are recording this around the Christmas holidays. Um one thing I've kind of noticed with us dads, and you know, maybe it's just me, but I don't think it's just me, is there's kind of a duality that we deal with, uh, well, just in general in life, but it really seems to come to the fore um, during the holiday season, and that's in that it's it's a lot of work. Um, mm. It's a lot of work for any parent, but you know, us us dads, we tend to shoulder a, a lot of uh, more physical things, such as. You know, chopping down a tree and dragging it to the car and lashing it to the top and stringing the house, lights building in the a house. Bicycle. Yeah, and stuff like that. Building a bicycle, what, what, what have you. Um, and, and sometimes I think it's hard for us to, to find that right balance between the work side of the holiday and the actual enjoying the fun side of it. Mm, uh, especially good. when we have like younger kids who are really into it, right? When you get kind of older kids, they're kind of like, yeah, whatever. It's nice, you know. But when you've got younger children, you you kind of want them to enjoy it, right? You want to put in the effort to make them enjoy it, and then you find that you're not enjoying it. Yeah. And so I thought that'd be a, that'd be something good for us to talk about. Well, I mean, you mentioned some of the physical stuff, right? Um, but but just just this time of the year, um, there there you know, for our, I'll use our family as an example. Two of our daughters were in a, a theatrical production of Alf. Um, and so if you've never had a, and I know, I mean, every activity has a lot, right? But if you've never had kids in a theater production, um, it was when we, when our girls first started doing that, it was shocking to me how much rehearsal time they have mm. and how much they need to be up there. And, and the theater has a rule. It's a community theater and they have a rule that anybody 10 years of age or younger needs to have an adult up there at all times. And so our, uh, our youngest is nine. Which means that for her to be an elf, uh, Ryan or Kayla had to be up there. Now, the way that this the worked out with with my schedule and Kayla's schedule, the last few weeks of the production, um, she actually was a little bit more flexible than I was. So, so we were sort of single parenting for for a couple of weeks there at the end. Um, so there's all of that, and there's running around, and there's Christmas parties, and there's your end of year stuff at school, and. And all of those things, and it's and it's not just the, the the physical part of it, which which is which is just an additional uh, factor in the equation, but it's all of it that I find that um, that it's just hard, right? I mean, it's just yeah. really hard to enjoy it. And like you said, especially if you have littles, you really want to try to make make it make it as fun as possible uh, for them, because I want 
you know, I don't, my memories of Christmas um, don't surround, don't, don't um, rotate, circulate, I don't know, don't, don't center, aren't centered on my parents necessarily, but they are on my grandmother, my grandfather, uh, not my siblings so much, because I remember just, just, um, you know, seeing them, uh, you know, waking up in their home on Christmas morning after going over there on Christmas Eve and falling asleep there when I was little. Um, and it was just, just so much fun. And, and those are the kinds of the things that that I want for my children. But I think you alluded to something that I hadn't really thought about, Chris, that it, sometimes even in the attempt to make those kinds of memories, you create the catch-22. Because you are now putting so much pressure on trying to generate all the right memories that I'm actually becoming, you know, bah humbug, no fun guy. Yeah. I think that's a, that's always the big uh, fear, I think, in that we want to make this a special time for our kids. And yet you're running yourself ragged trying to do that. And then you don't want anything to do with the holiday as a result. Yeah. And you're like, we spend what? I mean, we have six kids as adults. This, you know, my parents, her parents, siblings, it just is, there are a lot of family people around here. And then I'm like, um, yep. like we don't print money around here. Uh, and it's like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, is it? <laughs> it always is it? Is, <laughs> right. I feel, I feel like I'm a character in some sort of British criminal, uh, you know, you know, um, robber caper movie. Is it? You know, is yep. it like that? But but it, but it turns out she's right. Usually, uh, it usually just is fine, and um, you know, and 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 every year is different. You know, every year brings its its own complexities. But but one of the things that I did to try to make it a little bit more fun this year, Chris, um, is my three of the kids, um, Brooklyn, Josh, and Libby, spent the night at my in-laws last night, and then today they made gingerbread houses with their grandmother. So they got to do some grandparent stuff, um, and my my father-in-law who is. Um, I think he's the youngest of all four grandparents, not by a lot, but he is the youngest. And, and I think he kind of he has firmly planted a flag in youngest grandparents uh, yeah. because he always does, does things that the other grandparents don't do with him. Like he plays video games with them. Uh, and so they just think he's tons of fun. Uh, and then he broke out the Wii, which, you know, I don't know anybody's played in a Wii in like five years, but they were <laughs> doing all goofy games on the Wii today. And, um, a lot of those, like, you know, get down the, you know, snowboarding, the Winter Olympic stuff, we needed the balance board and stuff like that. So they had a wonderful time with them. And then um, the same tapestry project you were talking about, I had to go, we had to go buy some uh, some gifts to some of the kids today. And so with Kayla um, being confined to quarters, um, I, I did that. But but we sequenced the day so that I could go pick them up and I called them my little helper elves. And and then afterwards, the four of us had to, went out for dinner together and just had just tried to make... Um, and try to try to turn, make something out of nothing really, because it was yeah. just an, a, a trip to the store to pick up a few things, you know, a couple of dolls and some baby clothes. Um, but but we made that turned out into the elf thing, and then they got really enthusiastic about finding the things in the store, and then we went, went out for dinner. and And I suppose what I've learned over the years is that is that if you will just be intentional, um, you can actually catch yourself when you are getting into bar humbug mode which chris i'm just going to confess i'm assuming you've been accused of a christmas or two as i have a, a, a few times yeah any times this year <laughs> um you know so far this year i i don't know not to my face anyway let's put it like that 
<laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Um, well, you know what? That's pretty good then. Don't you think? I'll, I'll take that as a win. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding, man. I've, I've only been accused once of being bar humbug this Christmas. And in my defense, it wasn't my fault. No, I'm kidding. It probably was. <laughs> well, what's, one thing you just said there about being intentional, that, um, that I think played into, well, it played in kind of my experience today. So you know, because of, of children's activities, uh, we, you know, we had kind of a divide and conquer thing going on today. So uh, while I'm out and about, you know, running down, trying to run down these gifts uh, for the tapestry thing like that we talked about, I've got the list, and uh, you know Kelly's with one of the kiddos at a birthday party, and I'm like, yeah, you go make that kid's birthday party. You go help make that all the things, because us December birthdays, it always gets lumped up in with Christmas, yeah. right? So, whatever you know, I, I I'm all about my kids going to December birth friends with December birthdays parties because let's make it that that day about them instead of about you know, the holiday and stuff. And so they're, they're doing that. And I'm in this situation of having to go to multiple places. And as you have famously observed in prior episodes of the podcast, I do not like people. And so (laughs) I, I I like even large groups. I even like less large groups of people, which is what you have in every major retail uh, establishment at this time of year. Right. And, um, I don't know. I think maybe it was the the aspect of having this mission of trying to find as many items as I possibly could because you know we're we're trying to help out families and kids who you know don't have access to the things that we have, right? And we're mm-hmm. and we're trying to make this holiday a little more enjoyable for them. So I'm I'm I want I want to try to find as much stuff as I possibly can, you know, from the list if possible. And I don't know I. Maybe uh, the particular re- establishments I, I ventured into today had just the right amount of staff, but uh, I was overly annoyed by anyone, and uh, it was, dare I say, pleasant um, hey, man. In, in going out there. So, yeah, I was, because uh, I guess I did have a little bah humbug moment that just nobody witnessed, because I fully expected to be totally annoyed as I ventured forth. Uh, into the retail wasteland, but uh, no, it uh, it it worked out for the best. And at dinner this evening, there was uh, this couple who were singing softly to the Christmas carols, playing over the the speakers at the restaurant, uh, and oh, nice. I wasn't annoyed. I found it really amusing and sweet. So, wow. Well, so somebody put Christmas twenty twenty one in the in in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Yes, those of you listening who really know me really well are probably going, "Wow!" Because wow. yes, this is an unusual feeling for Chris this time of year. So yeah, and I mean, I don't want to turn into into uh, you know a, a fake therapist over here um, <laughs> for a myriad of reasons because real therapists tend to get annoyed when we do that. But uh, being, being one of them, and we know quite a few. <laughs> we know many. Um, who I, you know, my ther- my friends who are therapists, and I only do this with people who are counselors um, who are friends that I actually have an actual relationship with. Who, if they tell me something, I just look at them and say, thank you for sharing. Uh, <laughs> or or my other one is they'll tell me something and I'll say, how does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. There you go. <laughs> um, and how did that make you feel? 
Gosh, I mean, you know, and the thing of it is, uh, if you're a therapist and you don't know us personally, we're not horrible people, <laughs> and we've we've just uh, as as a collective between me, Kayla, and Chris spent a fair amount of time with therapists, <laughs> yeah. and have been on the receiving end of how does that make you feel? <laughs> Can you tell me more about that? And thank you for sharing. Has I've been told many many times in my life, as I know you and Kayla both have as well. Um, but 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 here's the thing. Um, why? Um, you know, why is Christmas a time when most dads get accused of being bar humbug? You know, um, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I will tell you that, that, you know, Christmas was complicated for me growing up uh, in spite of, you know, the, the happy memories of waking up at my grandmother's house. Um, my 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 family, as as we've alluded to, or even directly just said many times, uh, my family, uh, my side of the family is Kayla, and I usually just refer to it as my side or her side because uh, we're all family now. Um, as we alluded to there, um, a lot of real firecracker personalities, for lack of a clinical term, and so interspersed in in happy memories i also have have memories of yelling and screaming um, a couple of my uncles exchanging blows um wow. and, and, and some of you may think oh well yeah okay so i guess there, there was maybe some alcohol issues uh, a lot of people in my family don't touch the stuff um mm. you know some of them do uh, but a lot of people don't and so it's it's a lot of my memories surrounding the, the holiday season um, particularly Christmas, are centered around sort of me being in a state of hypervigilance, mm. um, which is which is part of a part of what I have to be aware of um, that I'm not kind of simmering or you know the, the flipping your lid thing with that the top part of your brain's kind of bouncing up and down just ready to flip. Um, that's the thing that I have to be mindful of. Um, and and the good news is that that I know it, I pay attention to it. I don't always get it right. Uh, but but I do know that that I'm that I'm in a place where where I feel like and this may sound and I, I may get some some pushback on this and I don't mean this I mean this for me yeah that I'm a place now where I understand enough of why I do the things the way I do them um, that I've been able to release enough of what caused that not having released all of it not saying that um, that I feel like that with a lot of these things um, the, the the critical part of my brain can tell the emotional part of my brain. Thank you for your feedback. Now, please go back to the children's table. The adults are in charge. Yeah. Um, I don't always, I don't, you know, and to me, you know, to me to say it like that makes a lot of sense because, because I have to be able to do that. But in order to do that, um, I have had to have done the work if necessary yep. um, and, and understand why, um, I, why I'd rather disengage than engage um, in the middle of December. Um, and why, um, you know, joy to the world wasn't always joy to my world <laughs> on the 21st yeah. because there was yelling, there was screaming, there was a lot of, a lot of really, really volatile personalities on my dad's side of the family. Um, and so, so those are some of the things that I've come, I had to come to terms with in, in the past. And, 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 and one of the things that I remind myself of, uh, of a lot, uh, more so lately is they're just kids. Yeah. And and sometimes we try to find what's what's the trauma thing that's being revealed, and sometimes a nine year old does does kid things. 
Yeah. And that's just sort of the reality of it. And so I am trying so much harder every year than the previous one to just delight in my children um, over the Christmas season and engage them as best I can um, because uh, when they're when they have their own children, I want them to remember their dad as somebody who engaged them and tried to bring a little bit of joy to their world. Hey, friends, this is Dallas, your Empowered Parent Podcast producer. I wanted to tell you about our Patreon page and how you can become a Patreon subscriber. If you go to patreon.com slash empowered parent, you can sign up to support our podcast starting at just $5 a month. You'll gain access to our exclusive Facebook group only for patrons. There's also other levels where you can get access to exclusive audio content and guest interviews, recorded classes, monthly Q&As to answer your questions, and also personal parent coaching, where you can share some struggles you may be having and brainstorm ideas and get some resources to really help your family. Hey, we so appreciate you listening, and we would love your support for the podcast and to become a part of our Patreon family of listeners. To sign up, visit patreon.com slash empoweredparent. Yeah. I think that's a really good point that you bring up. How our, I think sometimes as we get older, we tend to forget um, how much our pasts inform our feelings of certain events. Uh, in that, if that, if that time, that event, or that time of year, as the case would be here, wasn't necessarily traumatic in the sense of there's not a specific uh, incident that yeah. affected us deeply, but just kind of what you were alluding to that, that general sense of your family interactions, you know, not all of us had pleasant family interactions. Um, maybe, maybe your family stopped doing certain things together because of those sorts of things. And yeah. that's a wound that you're still carrying. Right. And that's why maybe you are, you're a ball humbug kind of person this time of year, because unfortunately that was not, you know, the, the, the happy time of year that I think a lot of people expect us all to feel uh, around Christmas. We don't have maybe those those memories to draw on. And that goes a long way, I think, towards for some dads. There's an expectation, I think, from our families for us to to be the leaders in the enjoyment of the holiday. That makes sense, right? Like... So, so we went through a period, just to give an example. So we went through a period when our kids were a little younger. They're, you know, they've kind of grown out of this phase of it now of, hey, let's go drive around and look at all the Christmas lights, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it was really great for for a couple of years when the kids were younger. Then they hit those ages where um, they'll all just start arguing about the sky being blue. Yes. You know, those type of arguments. And... When they're when they start those kind of arguments while you're supposedly doing this, well, not supposedly, you are doing this thing of driving around looking at the Christmas lights where you are supposedly supposed to be having a great time as a family. That tends to annoy us, dads. That mm-hmm. we're putting this effort in, and suddenly we feel like that effort's not being appreciated, right? And which causes what untold amounts of anxiety and us getting upset and all this kind of kind of stuff. So that's kind of another area I think of that uh, where that's where you guys try to find that balance again. And goes back to what you were just saying a moment there, uh, go Ryan about trying to look at it through 
the eyes of your kid and trying to help use that aspect of it rather than looking at it through the, through the lens as a parent necessarily yeah, I, looking through the so, lens of them as a, a child to rebalance ourselves to towards the, the happier side of things oh chris i just looked at the, the the clock here and and i will try to be brief if you'll allow but but you said <laughs> a lot of things you said a lot of things in there that got my, my mind racing um because you're right it doesn't you, you don't have to be able to point to um you know, I, rem- I remember the Christmas when, when you know, we, we didn't get any gifts or be able to say, mm. you know, my, my dad was an alcoholic and so, you know, he, he, he blew all, all the money or three days after Christmas he pawned all the gifts. I mean, there are people who have those stories, right? right. I don't have those stories, but there are people who have those stories. But you don't need those stories to be able to have, to have what, what, I forget the word you use, but the, almost this, like, just like this unsettled feeling yep. um, at, at this time of the year. Because one of the things that I'd said earlier is one of my memories was waking up at my grand, uh, we, we would go um, when we were kids to my grandparents' house. They used to live 30 minutes out of town. And, and then when they got older, they moved a little closer in, near my mom and dad. But when they lived the 30 minutes out of town, even though, you know, 30 minutes, I can't get a fourth of the way across Dallas-Fort Worth, the city I now live in, right? That was, it was a much bigger deal because we actually had to like, you know, drive out of town, uh, out to mm-hmm. where they lived in this, this small little community. Um, and then that was all very exciting. And you'd go and you'd wake up the next day and, and you'd play with your toys and, and, and all that stuff. And then you'd have lunch together and the whole family and, and stuff. But, but um, those grandparents, um, neither of them survived my childhood. So I actually have Christmases from my childhood where that just stopped. Mm. Um, and so, and so I think about that sometimes. Um, uh, I, w- I was with some, some folks um, about a month or so ago and it was the anniversary of my friend's dad's passing. And mm. so we were having dinner together and, and his mom said, Hey, um, you know, it just sure mean the world to me. You know, all of you knew my husband. It sure would just mean the world to me today. If we could just go around the table and maybe if you have a happy memory to share of my husband, it would just mean the world to me if you did that. And we did. He was a great guy and and we talked. Um, But at the end of it, um, she actually came up to me and she said, you don't look happy. You're not as talkative as you usually are. And I realized that all of that talking about, about her husband made me think about my grandmother. Mm. And, and and it made me sad for a minute because because my children never got to meet her. Mm. Um, you know, my my children have heard stories of her, um, and and I wish that cause she would have loved them and they would have loved her right back. Yeah. And then I feel sad for my kids that they never got to meet her. I, I remember when we went to South Africa a couple of years into our marriage. Um, you know, we landed in my hometown, went to where we were staying, unloaded our our, our bags drove up to bought some flowers went to the cemetery and put flowers on her grave it's like the first thing we did when we got back to my hometown mm-hmm. and we were standing there and i'll never forget kayla crying hearing her cry standing next holding my hand there and and i you know in my defense i've been married a year and a half or two years i've been married two and a half years uh in my defense and whatever what that's worth i, mm-hmm. I didn't say anything i just said why are you crying you know you didn't know her like who says stuff like that right <laughs> And I hope it was just my, my, my immaturity, uh, both as a human being and as a husband, that said that. I, don't, I, I can't believe I'd ever say anything like that now. But uh, I said, why are you crying? You didn't know her. And she said, yeah, but you guys, um, you always speak so highly of her that just standing here looking at her grave, I'm just sad that I never got to know her. Yeah. That's the kind of person my grandmother was. And so it makes me sad my kids don't get to know her. 
um, it makes it makes me sad um, for a lot of reasons. You know, we've all we've all lost loved ones, and now they don't get to do Christmas with us and, and things yep. of that, that nature. So, so I do want to be careful, and it's not just about about your childhood necessarily, but it might be about your present reality mm-hmm. um, that that makes that makes that that really hard. Um, but but you said something um, about how you know our families expect us to sort of lead in the joy. Yeah. Um, and, and I know just just to let, let the, the curtain back, Chris and I are recording two episodes, and and and, and we're going to talk about the other thing more in the next episode. Um, but 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 as we kind of close this one out, um, I was reminded of of the quote from a book called Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Yep. And and the guy says to to her, my wife and daughter would rather see me die on my white horse than watch me fall from it. Mm. Um, and, and so your, your, what you said kind of made me think about that quote, because I do think we feel, and again, uh, I, I, I assign no malice to anybody's wives or daughters. Yeah. Uh, and so to the ladies listening here, I'm not saying anybody does this, uh, intentionally with malice, but I do think that over the years and generationally, um, there are some expectations that are placed on women unfairly. There are some expectations that are placed on men unfairly. And I think some yep. of those things really manifest in the holiday season. And, and again, you know, not to play a fake therapist or whatever, but, but it's when you take the kids, um, it's when you take the kids and you, and you, and you rearrange your schedule and you take and load up everybody to go and see the lights. And then by the time you get there, everybody's complaining about how they didn't want to go and this sucks <laughs> and it's just less stupid lights. But an hour ago they wanted to go and you sit in traffic because, if your city's like our city, they have these elaborate neighborhoods and some of them even charge admission to get in for you to come look at their lights, right? You feel like a failure. Yeah. And Absolutely. Because you, you, like, you feel like you failed them and then that's not good enough because every single shortcoming from the entire, your entire life then comes in dog piles. Yeah. And then you get accused of being a humbug dad. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Uh, so anyway. it all snowballs downhill snowballs, <laughs> you know, um, snowballs. Have you seen, um, for those of you who don't know, we live in Dallas, Fort Worth. Have you seen the Christmas day predictions? I think it's predicted to be like 78 on Christmas day. No, I haven't, I hadn't seen that. I mean, I don't think it's even that nice in Florida on Christmas. <laughs> we, 78. Had, we had a Christmas like that a few years back. That was the, the Christmas that our, our Christmas dinner was completely untraditional in the American sense, perhaps not in the, the, uh, the Texican sense. Uh, I, I use, I use that term, uh, because I have friends who are Texicans, you know, they, they, they have roots on both sides of the, of the Rio Grande there. And, um, it, it's a real thing. And that was the, the Christmas that, uh, Kelly made enchiladas and tamales. That was our Christmas Diggins. dinner. It was awesome. <laughs> it was I really great. I like. I told her, "Say we should do that again." Um, so, we're not doing that again this, this year. Is, but looking to the in the future, that that that's another way to go. Well, I, I did a uh, I did I did a uh, I had a call with some folks in Canada this morning, and mm-hmm. they said it was thirty degrees Celsius um, Fahrenheit outside, so minus one Celsius. Um, it had been raining for days, and mm. it was a little bit of a. A little bit of it had snow. There was ice and snow, and then it had been raining for days, and it had been below freezing for days. And so, um, their oldest daughter and her husband had come by to take the younger kids ice skating. 
Mm. Now, Kayla took our kids ice skating a few days ago um, to the mall where there's an <laughs> right. ice rink. Uh, they just went and skated at the pond at the bottom of the driveway. Right. Uh, and, and so, you know, just kind of enjoyed that. Um, but, but here's the thing about 78 on Christmas. I don't need it to be below freezing with, you know, six, feet, six inches of snow on the ground. No. Because, you know, where I'm from, um, because obviously the, 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 the seasons have flipped in, in South Africa. It's the, it's the, yep. it's, it's, it's in, you know, you're in summer officially, yep. uh, and people go to the beach on Christmas day and Sa and Santa Claus, um, will, you know, is as likely to be seen at the mall in, you know, in traditional, you know, Coca-Cola Santa garb as he is to be seen in, you know, flip flops, his bathing suit and a, and a Tommy Bahama shirt, right? <laughs> right. With a red hat. Uh, yeah, so, so that happens all over the place, but, 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 you know, for those of you who know Kayla, let's bring her back into this. Um, for those of you who know, personally, you know, she's not a fan of wearing shoes, um, but she will wear them if it's cold outside. Now, if, if my bride can go outside without her shoes on, on Christmas day, that's just not Christmas weather. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not, <laughs> which is you what we're going to be in for. You need to be at least chilled is what you're saying. Yeah, my, my, my Christmas threshold is it needs to be cold enough that Kayla thinks she needs to wear shoes outside. Then, <laughs> okay. then, it, then it's cold enough. It's cold enough? Yeah. Well, we'll have to see if the uh, weather predictions are true, and uh, perhaps we can let our patrons know uh, in the green room in a future episode whether or not Kayla wore shoes outside on Christmas. Yeah, what, what was Christmas, Kayla's Christmas footwear? That's <laughs> the question for, for the green room. There you go. Well, everyone, we hope you've... Uh, Enjoyed listening to the the dad's banter about uh, the ups and downs of Christmas time. Uh, we hope maybe you've uh, gotten a little encouragement from it uh, as well. If this is a tough time of year for you, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can uh, always find us in the Facebook room that we Facebook room Facebook group rather that we have for the podcast. And as you've no doubt heard uh, from Dallas, is uh, kind of mid-episode roll there the pitch for the uh, patreon subscription you get a little bit of extra out of that as we just alluded to ryan and i as we sign off here we'll be going into the green room to share a few extra thoughts that you can only get there so until next time thanks for listening <laughs>